has a lot to do with character. Kevin Aquin. The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 7. When the Dead Come Knocking. Trigger warnings in this episode are rape and sexual assault. Please stay safe and stay sane. Thanks for listening. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard, and with me today is Marta Myers. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Marta. Um, hi, I'm Marta, and I'm Zach's friend from college. Yep, we went to college <laughs> together. Uh, she's now living in L.A., living the dream. Yeah. Being being successful, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, Marta, is this your first time watching The Walking Dead? Um, it certainly was, Zach, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> I was, this was quite an episode to throw me into. Man, I, I didn't know it was this episode until I was watching it. I'm like, well, I hope, <laughs> I hope Marta doesn't hate me. I, like, um, had the full Wikipedia page open, like, of the general, like, Walking Dead universe, because I'm like, okay, who is who? Um, uh-huh. who's been on this show? Who's, like, just being introduced? Like, where are we? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like, this episode, I, I was telling this to Stefano. He was in Macbeth. Uh, yeah. We were just talking about it. But, like, I was telling this to Stefano, but, like, I must have been so desensitized as, like, a teenager watching this. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand, like, because, like, I watch it now, and I get sick to my stomach. I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh. This is some heavy, heavy <sighs> that's yeah. going on. Well, like, you know, totally. I, um, sometimes I am surprised about what can, like, go on, like, primetime television, um, Mm -hmm. and this episode, because I feel like in the last few years, like, with HBO Max especially, like, the way that we view TV, like, TV has been able to become a little more mature, if you will, um, but, I mean, like, Walking Dead was, like, on primetime television, and, like, we are out here in this episode, like, like, getting eaten, about to get raped, like, oh my goodness. It's awful. Um, but yeah, I, I... (laughs) I knew you were going to comment on it first thing because, man, yeah. it, is, it is an episode. Um, no, absolutely. I'm sorry I had to put you through it. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> all right, so so I wanted to talk about, um, like, because we have, we have the two groups, right? And, yeah. Um, and we've, we've seen a little bit of, like, the Woodbury, the governor's group, and we've seen, like, mostly Rick's group, right? Yeah. And I, I feel like it was a lot of, like, juxtapositions of, like, the differences between the two groups. Okay. Because, um, because uh, let me let me just explain a little bit what happened. So Michonne and Andrea, so Andrea was separated from the main group at the uh, end of last season. And, okay, yeah. So um, is Andrea? I guess I didn't understand that Andrea was a part of their group. I just thought mm-hmm. she was like some bitchy lady. No, she was a part of their group before. Okay. And Michonne found her, and so they were kind of surviving that last winter by themselves. I see. Okay. And then Woodbury found them. The governor found them right. and took them in. Um, but, like, the difference between, like, how they, how the different groups treated Michonne are so interesting to me. Because Woodbury, like, they were like, you can leave at any time you want, um, but Michonne didn't want to stay. Right. And then, and then Rick was like, um, you can't leave right now, because, uh, we have to, like, talk to you. And, and then, but she, but Michonne's such a good judge of character that she, like, she, like, was willing to stay with them, because she, she knew, she could tell, like, the difference in character. Right. Um, and, and I think what, what made her want to stay with them is because, like, they saw them, like, taking care of a baby, you know? Right. And I, I, I like the idea, like, I like the fact that on the outside, Woodbury looks like paradise. But on the yeah. inside, it's corrupted and it's evil and it's gross. But right. then on the outside, Rick's group looks, looks corrupted and, like, looks gross and dirty. But yeah. then on the inside, they're all, like, really good people, you right. know? So, like, yes. what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Um... Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, I mean, I would go even to, like, the production design of the show. And mm-hmm. you look at, you know, Rick's group is, like, in a prison. I should also note that I, the entire time The Walking Dead has been out, thought that Rick and Daryl were the same person. Um, oh. So that was <laughs> that was really confusing for me for a moment. Um, uh-huh. I, I was like, wait, which one has the kid? Um, um, and I don't even know. Is Carl his kid? Yeah, Carl's his kid. Oh, okay, great. Um, okay, perfect, got that. Um, yeah, and so I just think, like, going back to, like, the production design, you know, you look at where the governor is staying, and it's, like, that nice little, like, house, cabin yeah. kind of deal. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Rick's group is, like, in the prison. So I think what you're saying is, like, right on with that, that, like, mm-hmm. um, even though... Well, and even, like, the governor even, like, comments on them living, like, in that prison and, like, taking that prison with that, like, small of a group. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Like, how... They thought it was impossible, but it it wasn't, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, especially the red yeah. zone, I'm assuming, is, like, where there's a lot of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they even comment on that. They're like, that's, like, really deep in the red zone that prison is. So, like, how are they hanging out there? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really interesting that, yeah, maybe on the outside, they seem to be more, like, I don't know, like, Rick's group seems to be more, I don't know, not as, like, socialized Well, they're almost. really rough. They're really right. rough around the yeah. edges, you know? But then yeah. you go to Woodbury and everyone's all nice and kind. But, like, Michonne saw the difference. And, I mean, both the groups took her sword at the very beginning. Right. Um, and then, and then like, both the groups, like, well, like, Rick's group locked her up. Yeah. But then Woodbury didn't lock her up. They just had armed guards watching her the entire time. Right. Um, and, and I just thought it was interesting, like, how quickly Michonne, like, knew the difference between the two groups. And yeah, Andrea's totally. stupid. She doesn't know. She doesn't freaking know. Like, right. Because she's, like, romantically involved with the governor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, like, the governor is saying all the right things to her, and, like, she... But here's the thing, like, she gets along better with, like, the governor and his group than she did with, like, Rick's group. Like, before, when she was a part of Rick's group, she would always argue with them, like, um, because she was an idiot. Um, Right. (laughs) But, uh, like, she she literally almost, like, shot Daryl in the head because she thought Daryl was a walker. Yeah, like, she, she had this whole thing about how she wanted to, like be the girl with the gun and like right. watch camp um she and but like she wasn't like trained or anything and so right. it just caused a whole lot of issues but yeah exactly i have a question for you if yeah um, what's up if there was a apoc- like a zombie apocalypse where you know whatever um do you think and i only ask this because of like of my own thoughts i guess but like mm-hmm. do you think that you would fight to live in a society that no longer has any rules or structure or do you think you'd just kill yourself Oh, I think I'd fight. I think I'd fight for sure. Like, what, like, um, what to you, like, what would there be to live for, I guess? Like, because imagine, like, if, like, say, like, half the world dies or whatever, we'll just, like, split it in half, um, and say, like, Alina's one of them, then it's, like, what do you have to live for? I think, I think there, I don't know. I'm, I am very pessimistic on the outside. Right. But I like to, I like to try to be hopeful on the inside. I really, I, like, I just see that there, I just see a lot of hope for the future in these shows. Yeah. Would you be, like, excited to, like, build a new society? I think so, actually. Like, I hate, I I honestly hate the society we live in right now. Right. Like, (laughs) I just see so many problems in it. And not to say, like, there wouldn't be problems in us trying to build, like, another society. Right. With, like, walkers and stuff. But, like, I, I think, like, um... And I don't know. I just think it would be so fun and exciting to try to build a new society yeah. um, with with people that just want to, like, live peacefully and happily. Like, right. um, there's... So in The Last of Us game, there... Uh, last, specifically The Last of Us 2, there is... Um, there's, like, a little town um, in, in Jackson... Um, I can't remember the state. But there's, like, a little town... No, Knoxville. A little town... Yeah. And, um, they, like, built it up from, from, like, uh, the apocalypse. And you start off, like, in this town, and there's, like, dances and stuff, and everyone has their own little jobs, and everyone just, like, works together. Like, there's a kitchen where, like, people go and get food. Like, and, like, socialism is hard to work on, like, a grand scale, like, an entire country. But it's so, it's so easy and, like, workable in, in a small, like, town, I think. And I think that'd be commune yeah yeah living on a commune now (laughs) yeah you know like i don't know i just i just think it's like i i think it'd be it'd be exciting to build a new society interesting yeah Yeah. i i i don't know i always i go back and forth on that question because i think that like in my heart i'm like a fighter um Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways but i also i just don't know if there wasn't people that i loved and art i just don't know what else for me there would be like to live for if that makes sense, mm. like, you yeah. know, if my, if my family was gone, my friends were dead, and um, I couldn't read, and I couldn't consume, like, movies and plays and all this other stuff, I just, like, you know, I like nature, yeah. but if there's, like, zombies in nature, then, like, all right, what do I have? <laughs> like, well, I mean, they, they, in these societies, they, like, get to a point where they can, like, watch movies and have parties Oh, and yeah. they just have to, like, get to that point, you know? Right. Well, um, I actually have a question, too. How does The Walking mm-hmm. Dead end? It hasn't ended yet. It hasn't? Um, no, no. It had. Wait, are you kidding? They're doing the final season, like, this year. Oh, my gosh. It's that yeah. long? I thought it uh-huh. ended maybe in, like, how many seasons are there? Like, 13? 
Um, I think this is going to be like the twelfth season. I'm not okay. certain. That is so um, many. And then they're thought... coming out, and then they're coming out with like a few movies to like tie it off. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's nuts to me. Yeah. Um, I I thought it had already ended like a couple years ago. Um, no. Damn. Wow. Um, um, I think the comics end with Carl, um, being like the last survivor in the group, but then oh. another group finds him, and he and they find out that he's like the cure. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just that's got chills. That's lovely. <laughs> um, that's not that's not how that's not how the um, TV show will end because Carl dies in. Carl dies. Um, the kid. Yeah. yeah the no kid way. Dies. Yeah. They killed him. When did they kill him? How old was he? He well, he was like a teenager at that point. Still. He was like he was like maybe fourteen, fifteen. They killed him. What did, did he get eaten? No, he he got bit. Things went south, and he got bit. Um, but his whole, like, allegory was, like, with him going out was, like, uh, cause they had, like, a big bad guy named Negan. Okay. Um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, yeah. plays him. And, oh, yeah, uh, he killed Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, remember that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, he, he basically, I think he gets bit or something, and then, but he, like, developed a relationship with Negan, and so his whole thing was, like, when he was dying, he was telling his dad, like, like, you need to give like people second chances and you need to like show mercy to people. And okay. so that's why Rick like decided to like keep Negan alive. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But uh, um, yeah. Are the people like, okay, so Carl's still alive. I know Glenn is dead. Um, who, is anyone else from like this, like the episode I've just watched still alive? Wow, you're just, you're just making me give spoilers. Sorry. Out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm um, just like so curious because I just don't know anything about The Walking Dead. <laughs> as far as I know, Rick, Daryl, and Maggie, um, maybe Carol, I think Carol, so Rick, Daryl, Maggie, Carol are still alive. I think everyone else right now is, is dead. Oof, that's really rough. Mm -hmm. Um, are- Oh, Michonne's still alive too. Michonne's still alive. Michonne is. Um, okay, and then another question I had was, um, are Glenn and Maggie, are they just, like, friends, or are they, like, romantic in this? They're, like, they're, like, romantic. They're- Okay, I wasn't sure. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, they, they're- I can't remember. I think they- I think he proposed to her. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure because- I don't think they've gotten, like, married yet. I wasn't sure if they had, like, a- just, like, a really strong friendship- uh-huh. Through like trauma, or if they were romantic. No, they're they're clear. like they're like dating right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sorry for the spoilers if you haven't watched yeah, that far. But sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> I told them at the beginning. I'm like, I I'm gonna try not to, but like, there's probably gonna be spoilers. Um, um has to be. I don't know yeah. anything. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, let's um talk about like, um. So I thought it was interesting. That, like, when they were questioning Michonne, when Rick's group was questioning Michonne, uh-huh. and, like, Rick, like, tried to, like, pressure her, like, wound on her leg, her, like, bullet wound yeah. on her leg, to, like, torture her, and everyone yeah. was like, hey, yo, what the f***? <sighs> like, right. everyone was like, Rick, you can't do that. Right. And, and I thought it was interesting, but then over there, they're, like, legitimately torturing um, Glenn and Maggie. Right. And I, I thought that was, like, interesting that, like, the two groups, like, have, have, like, this this um they have like the the ability to do awful things but like rick's group keeps each other in check almost yeah like obviously rick rick was like desperate because he wanted to save his friends right you know um which like i understand but then i think rick understood like when when everyone was like hey we can't do that like right. it was like okay that was that was too far and right. and um and i think michonne saw that too michonne was like okay i understand you're desperate but like yeah i thought that was really interesting um, yeah. that they showed that, that Rick had the potential to torture people, but, right. like, the but group keeps each other to. in check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, yeah, I think that, um, I don't know, I think it just goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that it's, like, you know, the other group has, like, a nice, a nice shiny exterior with, like, a much darker interior. I also, yeah. and on top of that, I was really interested in, I don't know his name, Milton, was that his name? The, like... Merle? Mer- Merle, no, the guy Merle. with the prosthetic? Uh, no, not Merle, the, like, scientist guy? Oh, the, the doctor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting because I don't obviously know very much about him. And, um, oh my gosh, what's the blonde lady's name? The bald lady's name? No, blonde, sorry. Blonde, uh, Andrea. Yeah, Andrea. Um, with, like, Andrea being, like, essentially, like, forced to go, like, hang out with him in his, like, science yeah, experiment. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, which I thought was, like, <laughs> a little funny that they were like, bitch, we don't need you. Um, yeah. 
But, like, um, I just thought that was a really interesting part of this episode, especially this episode that is so much about, like, torture and kind of, like, the sharks versus the jets almost, like, kind of stuff, where you also have this underlying, like, B-plot of, like, this person who's trying to still figure out the science behind this, even though Mm -hmm. it's been a few years since the apocalypse, like, started, and he... It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been one... In season three, it's been one year? Yeah. Season one, Season one and two take place in the same summer. Oh and then my gosh. season three is like after the previous winter and fall oh, and stuff. All right, wow, uh-huh. um, that's a lot. Um, yeah. No, I but I just thought it was really interesting that you still have this person who is trying to like almost I don't know like morally figure out like how to help people still and like especially mm. with um, when he like I don't know what it's called like turned or like reanimated or whatever. Um, yeah, he turned. Yeah, um, when he, like, turned, and then, um, like, he was asking him all those questions about his family, and then he's like, well, look, his hand moved, and Andrea's like, well, like, duh, no, he's, his hand just moved, like, he's not, like, yeah. ass, you can't, like, let him go. Um, I just thought it was so nice to see, like, such a difference of, like, so much hope for mm-hmm. something that really obviously wasn't there, um, yeah. but it was just such an interesting contrast to the rest of the episode where, like, you know, um that guy in the cabin's getting pushed out and eaten by a bunch of zombies and like Uh and there's like that big fight with all that blood like it was just really interesting to see so much hope in this person who like i don't know if he and that and that guy who died became like friends per se but like he was obviously new enough about him to like ask those questions Mm -hmm. um which i just thought was like kind of nice even though he ended up turning into a zombie and getting, like, stabbed in the head. But I just thought it was nice to see there was one character on this show, even just a very minor one, that, like, had so much hope for the future. Yeah, and, like, I... There's a lot of that, like, happening all throughout this whole series. It's just, like, there's there's all this awful (sighs) going on, but there's still that, like, underlying thing of, like, hope. Like, hope for the future. Um, One thing I thought was interesting about the science experiment was... So Andrea had a sister in the first season, but okay. her sister turned got bit, turned into a zombie. Okay. And Andrea had to kill like her sister as a zombie. Okay. Um, and it made me think like, because <clears throat> Andrea was like hoping that like her sister would like remember be, her? still be in there and remember. Oh, okay. Her. Yeah. And so like Andrea just like killed her, and it and it makes me think like, no matter what happened, I don't know if Andrea would believe that like that like. The someone is still in there because right. that would mean she killed her sister you know right and yeah that's really that interesting messy, it's all that messy shit in there that's like um <clears throat> where you know it, it it would there's this cognitive dissonance of like people that wouldn't believe in in the science of it if it was proven yeah because they can't like they they don't want to believe that they killed this many people in, right you know, their loved ones you know right when yeah when in reality it's almost like these i don't know if this is like you know lore of this world or whatever canon if you will but it's like mm-hmm. you know in like other zombie movies or shows or whatever it's like well are these people just sick like are yeah. they actually like dead and like um unwell well, it's, like different, it's like different in other ones because they are still technically alive they just have a yeah. sickness um in walking in dead like, or in other ones in, in other ones yeah in the walking dead um they're like they basically die and then come back Right, and I, so, I did see that, yeah. actually, with the, like, mm-hmm. cancer patient. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that is interesting about Andrea. And I guess something that didn't, like, I mean, like, this will sound silly, but, like, something that didn't especially occur to me watching this episode is that all these people have, like, so much trauma. Um, mm-hmm. And even though, you know, we're, like, kind of, like, poking fun at Andrea or whatever, but it's, like, Andrea has to be such a strong person to still be there a year in. Like, yeah. so even if she's, like, the weaker of, like, who's there or she's like siding with the wrong people or whatever it's like she still has to have such like an incredible like fight or flight sense i guess yeah that's true um, like everyone I, that's there has to be strong in something otherwise they yeah exactly hate it, you know well yeah and you even look at like carl who's an actual child and like yeah it's just it's interesting because it's like i think of have you ever read the road by cormac mccarthy uh-uh it's like a it's just a book um but it's like a post-apocalyptic book and it's about a man and his um like son um mm-hmm. traveling throughout the apocalypse or whatever i don't even remember mm-hmm. if they're like zombies per se but it's like i think it's zombies anyway um but it's just interesting because it's like it just made me think of that because it's like rick is out here um not only like keeping himself alive which is like an impossible task already but he also has a child who even though that child is like has to be a badass to like still be alive it's like mm-hmm. he is carl is still like his responsibility yeah 
Um, well, he had okay. to shoot his mom in the head so she wouldn't turn. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a big L right there. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Oh, well, another question I have, Zach, is like, do you think you as a person, because um, here's the thing, I think that, going back to my earlier question, I do think that, I, I think I would kill myself um, once society started to crumble. I just don't know if I, like, would feel like I had anything to live for. That being said, mm. I do think that if I found something to live for, I would absolutely, like, do very well in an apocalypse. And I only say that because, like, you know, I think, I don't know, I don't know, maybe this is, like, a really bad uh, reflection of, like, who I am, but, like, uh -huh. I think of, you know, you say that, like, he had to, like, shoot his mom in the head or whatever, and it's, like, I think that in a world that we've lived in, um, like, where our loved ones became zombies that were going to potentially kill us, um, I, I think that, although, obviously, it's, like, traumatic and stuff, I think that mm -hmm. I wouldn't, if I was in danger or my loved ones who were still, like, here were in danger, it, like, wouldn't, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, would it be a problem to, like, shoot people in the head? Because that is not, once again, who I want to, like, market myself as. Uh-huh. Um, but I do think that, like, I don't know. I just think that it... And obviously, you can't even know until you are in that situation, which we um, won't ever be, hopefully. Like, yeah. not from what, I guess. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's interesting because you look at different people's, like, personalities and you're not... You could never really know, I guess, because... Uh, does it ever in the show talk about, like, what anyone did before... Yeah, I mean, it shows it shows Rick and Shane. Shane was a character, but he died before. Okay. <laughs> um, shows Rick and Shane being cops. Um, they oh. talk about like who they were before. Like, one guy was like a mechanic. Um, Glenn was a pizza delivery guy, uh, huh. and because he like knew routes and she <sighs> was like really scrappy, that like helped him in the yeah. zombie apocalypse. That's so um, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. Well, and also, like, it's interesting you say that Rick was a cop, too, because it's like, I, you know, when you're watching the show, you just don't even think about, like, what people's, like, jobs were. Mm -hmm. um, but that obviously, like, kind of makes a lot of sense that he would well, survive this long. With the guy, with the guy in the, in the hut that they find that's, like, going crazy, yeah. he's like, call the police, and then he's like, I am the police. Right. I guess, um, like, that went over my head, because I... <laughs> no, it's good. But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, um... um I think Daryl was just like a vagabond, like he didn't really have a job. That he was, makes like, sense he was to kind me. Of he looks dirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. And you know what? Yeah. A cab except for Rick. Yo, a cab <laughs> except for Rick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I, I guess it depends on the world. I think yeah. if it was Walking Dead, I'm in it because those zombies are so slow. That was okay. Um, that was Zach. I had that exact thought watching this. I was like, why are these? Like, I feel like unless there were like a hundred of them you could take them pretty easy because all you yeah. have to do to kill them is stab them in the head and they are slow the biggest the biggest like thing with them is like when they're a horde and you see that in the right. future like when they become a horde and that then they just like mow down settlements and stuff yeah um but like yeah i mean they're so slow and they um and i i think i could i think i could freaking do really well they're faster when they just turn um, but then they get okay. slower as they're decomposing. Um, oh, do yeah. can they die on their own? Um, they only die if there's head trauma. It's only head trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they they can get their head chopped off and they'll still be alive. Um. Okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, like a parasite. Like it's not like a parasite. It's like a virus in the stem of the brain in the brainstem. So if you like hit the brain, then that then that virus dies essentially. Okay, I was wondering. Okay, wait. I'm looking up right now. I want to find movies that have fast zombies that I've uh, seen. World, World War, War Z, Z zombie. Oh, you know what? Zombieland also has fast zombies. Mm -hmm. uh, Last of Us. I think I'm killing myself. Um, I don't know if I've seen that. So after this, look it up. Uh, <laughs> look up Last of Us clickers and bloaters, and you'll understand yeah. why. You'll okay. understand why, like, because it's a fungal infection, and. Ew. Uh, the fungus grows out of the zombies over time, and Ew. it's it's awful. Yeah, I would huh. rather die than be in that world. But Walking Dead, easy, easy. Yeah, money. well, yeah, that was kind of my thought too. Is I was like, hey, if the zombies were a little faster, there is no way in hell. Um, like once again, like like I'm certain you've seen Zombieland, but like I think of when um, Jesse Eisenberg at like the beginning of the movie, very first, um, is like in that girl. I I don't know if the girl's in his apartment or he's in that girl's apartment, but she like turns in the apartment and she's like mm -hmm. chasing him around. Mm -hmm. um, or you think of like when they're at the theme park at the end and they're like climbing up the rides. I'm like, damn, that would be like really yeah. hard. I haven't seen Zombieland actually. You haven't? Yeah, I should. Oh, Zach, you should watch it. It's so fun. Yeah. There'll um, be an episode on it eventually. 
Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, anyway, I think, like, I think them being slow zombies does make me think that it's, like, more doable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once again, if there's, like, a bunch of them, then, like, obviously we're screwed. Yeah. Well, in this episode, we actually start to see, like, them being desensitized to it. Because yeah. they get out of the car to get to Woodbury, and right. they just see one, and they don't even care about it. Right. They're just like, well, I... and it wasn't until they all started swarming that they were like, oh, sh-. Right. No, totally. And I had that thought, too. I was like, damn, they're just, like, very chill, like, chill about all these um, yeah. zombies just, like, yeah, hanging they, out. Yeah, they tend to get more chill until it's a horde. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, I wanted to, so I'm actually really glad that you got this episode. Okay. Um, I'm glad it wasn't a man, uh, and I'm glad... I know where this like, is going. <laughs> yeah, you know where this is going. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted... So, first of all, Alina mentioned to me while we were watching the episode yeah. that um, whenever, they're, whenever like characters describe another character in a show, whenever they describe a guy, they like mention race, or they mention like height, or like, like um, size, or something. Yeah. But whenever they mention... Whenever they describe a woman in a TV show... They mm-hmm. mentioned like how pretty she is. Yes. Um, they and like and I was like, well, maybe it's like the characters, like because the because um, it's only been male characters that have like described her. And then she was like, no, Michonne said uh, I saw that Asian guy and that pretty girl. And yeah. and I was like, and I never realized that. And um, I want to know like like what your hot take on that was like how because I thought that was interesting. That is and interesting. Obviously, I, obviously, I didn't realize that because I'm a guy. Right. And and I you know I'm not noticeable to those things as as right. women are. So I just want to know your thoughts on that first off. Well, I think that's a really good observation by Alina because I didn't notice that either. But I do think like in general she's right, and it makes me think mm-hmm. of like, um, like I, Zach and I were talking earlier about like you know what I was like trying to do in LA or whatever. Um, and yeah. I was telling you know I was telling you that um. I am trying to, like, do stand-up and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what's really interesting, and this happens with, like, doctors and lawyers and stuff, too, is, like, anytime that you're a woman and you're trying to pursue something that isn't essentially, like, that isn't, like, a woman uh, seen as, like, a feminine thing, is it's like, oh, she's a female doctor, she's a female comedian, she's a yeah. female, you know, all these things. And so I think, I, I think that's a really good observation by Alina because it's, like, because we live in this, like, patriarchal society um, with so many things um not only like I don't know I guess with so many things written by men specifically like um I read quite a bit um Mm. and something that is kind of like in (laughs) in like discourse of like the reading community which sounds like so dumb saying um (laughs) I'm like yeah me and all these other nerds talk about anyway um but like something that me and a lot of other people that will like discuss like about books and stuff is like things written by men the way that they describe women are so different than how women describe mm. other women and how women describe men yeah um because like if you read a, <laughs> it's like almost a joke but it's like if you read a book written by a man it'll be like um and she woke up um and her buttery soft skin um <laughs> like glinted yeah. in the morning light and her tender breasts were so, like weird stuff like that where yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. and like and like if he's writing from like a female's perspective it'll be like and she was thinking how much um her hair was blah, like whatever um yeah. and it's like i don't think about my physicality hard i mean like i think about it obviously like enough but like not like that mm-hmm. um and so i think it's interesting i'm assuming that the show was written by men and i could be wrong for that um, I don't actually know that for sure. I, I think it was. I think yeah. well, the comic was definitely written by men, and I think the show was probably written by men too. Yeah, and so going back to like your original question, I, it doesn't shock me at all that um, that they would be like, oh, the pretty girl, rather than yeah. like, even like saying like, I don't know, like the brunette girl, the white girl, the, like, it's, in, it's interesting to me that when they um, were describing that, it was like, okay, um... It's both physical characteristics, but one is opinionated and one is, like... Factual. Uh, yeah, like, Glenn is Asian, Maggie is not... It's, like, it's yeah. just not objectively pretty. Yeah, exactly. Like, like some people could think she's pretty, but other people don't have to think she's pretty. You know? Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so I think that's really interesting, and I just think it comes down especially to, like, 
living in a world where most of the television and books and whatever, everything we read or watch or consume is a lot of times written by men. And I do yeah. think that we're getting a bit better about it. Um, I don't know if you recall this, um, but um, we were in improv um, last, I don't know, probably like last December mm -hmm. and we were sharing our vision boards like for our final. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember saying the exact quote, I said, Mindy Kaling is the entertainment industry. And I remember um, the room of men laughing at me and I, that was such like a um i don't know like it really has stuck with me because it's like mindy kaling is such a prime example of a woman who runs the industry but isn't like respected mm. um by the by, by dumb men who think they're funny in an improv troupe in utah <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah well, mindy kaling I... has like like five primetime shows that she's created and written on right now like uh -huh. she has an actual empire yeah yeah, well, like, I, I think it's, I think it's interesting, and I, you know, I want to, I want to do better as a man, right. and, like, and, like, hopefully as, like, a feminist man, that, like, right. I want to be able, well, um, I had two people, uh, come up to me this last week, um, MJ and Alice, and they were both, like, yeah. they were both, like, hey, I want to write something about a woman, and I want you to help me, and, like, and I, I just really think, like, um, people should, like, tell their stories. And people should, yeah. like, be able to tell their stories. And honestly, sometimes what they need is just, like, um, like just help from someone that knows how to do it. And then they'll be, yeah. they'll be able to find, you know? Well, and I think it's fascinating that they were, like, I want to write something. Of, like, and this is nothing against you, Zach. But mm -hmm. it's, like, I want to write something about a woman. Can you help me, Zach? You're a man. And I will say that... I think, Zach, you're a man that, like, a lot of people feel safer around because you are so outspokenly a feminist. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that that is just something else that's, like, so ingrained into us that, like, yeah. um, it's like, I want to tell my story. I need help from a man. And, and I wish I, it wasn't that way. Like, I know. No, totally. I'm happy to um, help them. Um, but I want them to realize that they could do it on their own. Right. And I, and something that I think too is like, um, cause like, I'm like that too. Like I think of constantly, like I've just moved to LA, you know, and, um, I need to check my oil so desperately, but, <laughs> um, Merrick <laughs> checked my oil for me for so long. Uh -huh. Um, this is a shout out to Merrick. Thank you for checking my oil for me for years. Um, that I, um, don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to learn. Mm -hmm. And so I do think, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird because it's 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 wanting to be a feminist and it's wanting to do things for yourself and it's wanting to be self-sufficient. But at the same time, you've been so indoctrinated your entire life. Well, yeah, um, like we're just getting out of it. Like like women right. have been able to I like like only recently have been able to like vote. And like we've only recently right. like started to like um, minimize the wage gap, you know. And so it's like right. and if and a lot of people don't realize that even though like we like you give people freedoms that they didn't otherwise have before. Like, it takes a long time for people to, like, realize that, like, those freedoms exist and, like, how to use those freedoms, you know? Right. It's like, well, and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, like, obviously we're, like, <laughs> we're, like, far past, like, an official, like, women's, like, liberation kind of movement kind of deal. Mm -hmm. But the, like, the underlying, like, social expectations and norms um, yeah, because aren't there yet. Because those people that lived in those times are still alive right there are right. grandparents yeah. and our parents and even our siblings sometimes you know like right well um yeah no seriously like i um when i moved down here um i um i don't know i would like i'll go on a date or i'll talk to whoever um and i'll mention that like one of my friends is married i'll be like oh my friend zach's married or oh my friend kylie's married or whatever and people are like like they're like they're married like they're so young and i'm like mm -hmm. well first of all like i went to school in utah so there's that <laughs> but also i just find it interesting because it's like i'm 24 years old i'm not married i'm not looking to get married mm -hmm. um but like as a woman like like my parents in the last couple of years have become like concerned for me and i'm like i'm i'm actually good yeah but like my, my parents are like well marta you're in your mid-20s you're 24 you're not dating anyone you're uh -huh. um what are you what what are you gonna do and i'm like i'm like good um i'm not you know i and especially because i i don't know i don't have like the personal um ability i think to like really really focus on my career and also really really focus on a relationship which um you know that's like priorities or whatever mm -hmm. but yeah i just find it interesting that it's like um, my brother got married when he was 24 and my parents weren't as like worried about him as they are about me not being yeah. married, if that makes sense. Well, and I remember, um, during my last like breakup, if you will, um, which you were very present for. Thank you for being my friend. Um, my, <laughs> wait, which breakup um, was that? Um, the one last year. 
um, oh, like yeah, last yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I just think about that because I remember talking to my dad about it, and I um, was like, well, you know, I just I I don't think that it would be good for me my senior year of college to be in a long distance relationship. And also, you know, I had Godspell, I had James, I had mm-hmm. eventually persuasion. Like I had all these projects lined up as well as like my, like, you know, heavy course load and like all this other kind of stressful stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, well, Marta, like, like you're, um, you know, like he's moving, he's moving there for his career. He's moving whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what about my career? Yeah. Like, why are we so focused on his career when it's like, I'm finishing up my senior year of college and something I've worked really hard on. Yeah. So why are we worried about this other person's career when my career is also at stake? Yeah, that's true. Well, it's like, and it, it won't, it won't be gone until right. we're, we're older. It won't. And right. it, it, even then it still probably won't officially be gone because there's people right. our age that have those same traditional mindsets because no, their parents won. You know? Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And like, it's it takes such a long time that people realize for to break those societal norms and to break those those things because like, even though freedoms exist, like, there's there's still society that you have to like like you you have to rely on other people to get what you want most of the time. Like, you have to rely on other yeah. people to get a job. You have to rely on other people to like to like even get married to have kids you know like you can't you like even though you have freedoms you can't just like do whatever you want you know right it's yeah Yeah, totally um i hope zach that you call this episode like girl power or something (laughs) this is like your your most like girl powery episode that you've had yeah it's true it's true um (laughs) but speaking of that alina also said to me in the episode Uh uh-huh um she said I feel like it would be so much harder to be a woman in an apocalypse than a man in an apocalypse. Agreed. Yeah? What are your Agreed. what are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, from just a technical standpoint, your period every month, every sure. single month. Yeah. Sure. Um I can't that would suck so bad because it's And not if the zombies in. can smell blood, if the zombies right. smell blood, then that would make women higher targets for the zombies. Okay. I'd right. never thought about that before, but go uh-huh. on. Well, and I will say that like period blood is different than actual blood. Sure, sure, so sure, sure. I I do wonder if like that like biologically would like be different. Um, Mm -hmm. So that would be an interesting conversation as well. But also um, like you wouldn't have supplies for it. Um, I get like terrible cramps, like, like throwing up can't move. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and like for people who have like birth control or IUDs or whatever, you know, Walking Dead's been on for what, 12 years. Say you got a 10 year IUD right before the zombie apocalypse. You're two years overdue. What is, (laughs) what happens if an IUD stays in? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's true. um, So I I think stuff like that, I mean, like if you're um, like, having sex in the apocalypse you could get pregnant yeah which would be just like the worst possible thing well, and Lori like, got pregnant and she died yeah no exactly like you get pregnant and you either have to go through a nine-month pregnancy or um i don't imagine there is um like some super great health care where you could like terminate <laughs> the pregnancy uh-huh. um so it's either like a coat hanger abortion or it's um you're gonna try to go through nine months well Lori, Lori tried to take abortion pills as well which aren't oh, fun well, either Right. Uh, did that work? Uh, she spit them out. She couldn't okay. do it. Yeah. All right. And that, like, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. So I mean, like, just from like a technical standpoint of like reproductive systems, like, yeah, that would suck. I also though think that in like a zombie apocalypse, um, I think that I don't know. Um, I think it would be very hard. I think society as it stood would become much more patriarchal because you think of like the idea of like everyone throwing all rules to the wind if that makes sense yeah. and like i just feel like men there's some really i mean there's like bad people all over but i just feel like there's some really bad icky men in the world and i just think that it would be so hard to like well not, like to not get raped <laughs> i don't know well, it like begs the question like are we like as a society we've gone to a point where women are able to work and women are able to like own property, make money for themselves and things like that. And it makes me like wonder, like, would we actually like, if we were in this situation where we had to fight against nature again, like we did in the beginning, like, Mm -hmm. would we revert back to, to the men hunt and the women, um, are housekeepers are, are, are yeah, you know, like things like that. Like, would we revert back to that or would we like, or like Andrea's fighting against it where she wants to like hunt as well. Um, right. but she sucks at it <laughs> and it, right. it's not, it's not that she's a woman, it's that she's untrained, you know? Right. And so it's like, it's like things like that. Like, would we revert back to that or not? 
Well, and I think that's interesting you say that because it's like, as history stands, you know, history constantly repeats itself. And so I do think that, like, we would tend to go back to that. I think that that people would be like, all right, that worked earlier in history, so let's just do that again. And I think it would set, like, women's rights way back. However, that being said, um, I am not someone that... I mean, like, I already told you that I'd probably kill myself if there was an apocalypse, but I don't particularly see myself as someone who would be like, hell yeah, I'm going to go skin a deer so we can eat. Like, mm -hmm. that sounds literally terrible to me. Mm -hmm. um, and it, again, maybe in the society, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think of stuff like The Handmaid's Tale and stuff, and I just think of, like, how far would society have to crumble for me to be like, all right, time to buck up and be a housewife. Do you know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. Well, what, like, what would have to happen? Yeah, well, like, I'm thinking about the future seasons, and there are yeah. there are groups where women um, lead them, and I'm specifically, there, so there's an all-women group, all the men okay. died, um, all, cool. the, all the men died, so it's an all-women group, so that's cool, um, uh -huh. and they're, like, so completely self-sufficient and stuff, yeah. um, and then there is a group of trash people, uh, okay. <laughs> and that's led by a woman, um, okay. they, like, live in the dump. Um, they're really weird. Hmm. Um, and then there is a group of, uh, they're called the Whisperers, and they put on, um, they put on zombie skins, uh, so that the zombies don't, like, uh, Oh, interesting. And, and that's led by a woman as well. Um, and then Maggie ends up becoming a leader of a group in later seasons as well. So, okay. um, so it makes me think, like, would, would we revert back to that just to survive? And then once we have, like, society figured out more... But then would we like go back to what we believe in is like right. quality, you know? Right. And that, I think that's interesting. Um, yeah, I I also think it's interesting, like with the initial question being like, do you think it would be harder to be a woman in a zombie apocalypse? And I just simply think that it would be to deal to deal with men and men's egos and um all and all different sorts of men um that are like. I don't know, not necessarily, like, this is how I imagine, Zach, this is how I imagine the zombie apocalypse going. I imagine that a lot of people, because, like, a lot of the people I know that are, like, like, um, survivalists are, like, mm -hmm. these, like, are these, like, scary, like, Republican hunter, blah, 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 and mm -hmm. I think those, I think those people would survive, and that is what makes, that's what would make me nervous as a woman, is to, with the potential of being stuck in a society with these men that, mm -hmm would potentially hurt me because they feel like I am less. Yeah. Well, like, I, yeah, I, it makes me wonder cause I, I heard an argument the other day that like, um, a bunch of women were complaining on TikTok about like how, when a man like disrespects, uh, another man's woman, like the man like won't go like fight them or anything. And that like, okay. and like the man was like, and the, this man was defending men. He was like, what are you talking about? Like, like, we, like, if there weren't laws in place where we couldn't, like, go beat up rapists, uh, then we would go do that. Like, if there were, like, we would, we would go do that. But then again, in this episode, you see Merle and this other guy not defending Maggie when she's, like, sexually assaulted. Right. And, and I, I think, well, like, Glenn, Glenn would have done something if, like, I, right. It, it was, it was just, like, a bad situation. But, like, I'm sure, like, there's so many ah. men out there, but there's, like, also, like, so many, like, good men out there, too. And yeah, exactly. It's, 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 but the, the ah. men would, like, come out for sure. Um, right, and the ah. men, yeah. I feel like, are gonna almost, like, not take precedence is not what I'm trying to say, but, like, they would almost, like, they would seek out, ah. this, whereas, yeah. like, you know, good men are gonna just continue to be good men, and that's not gonna cause any problems. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, um, and we see that, like, the good men are in Rick's group. And right. they're all chilling with each other. And then the <sighs> men are over with the governor being <sighs> the men, you know? Yeah, because I think, you know, I think the hardest part about being a woman in the zombie apocalypse would be that, like, not only do you have all these, like, kind of biological things going against you, like um, blood literally coming out of your body once a month, mm -hmm. um, but also just the fact that um, your biggest threat is not only zombies, but these men that suddenly have no laws. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it's well, just like... based off their own ethics. Yeah, and... So I have a question about that. So yeah. in terms of the torture aspect, Glenn was, Glenn, they were tortured in different yeah. ways. Glenn was tortured yeah. in a physical manner and Maggie was tortured in a sexual manner. Yeah. And I think Ew. that's fascinating because like, cause like they, why do, uh, why do people 
torture genders differently. And right. I, well, and yeah. I, I think that it's, for Glenn, it's like, they're not trying to, like, mentally <sighs> run up. Like, they're trying yeah. to physically harm him so they'll give him information um but it's like i don't know women are different i think in the way that like they're trying to mentally screw with her um simply because um and i you know not that like trying to rape her is like mentally just like a mental game but it is that like you know they wouldn't do anything that would um mentally hurt glenn but they are doing something that will mentally and physically hurt maggie well i would say i i would say they are doing something to mentally hurt glenn because glenn well, loves maggie with that, yeah right. and like Great like it, i i remember watching that with alina and when they brought maggie into glenn's room i like right. I, I literally said this i was like i'd be so pissed like i'd be yeah. so pissed if like if like these men brought in alina shirtless but and... then like that also begs the question of like like that like with that viewpoint it's everyone views maggie as an object including uh-huh. glenn with glenn with the way that they're torturing maggie to get to glenn it's like maggie is not a real person well, to anyone I, including well, glenn what, what makes you say that though cuz i think maggie is a real person and that's why to glenn is why that's why glenn is so upset about it cuz if he didn't right. think that maggie was a real person then glenn then glenn wouldn't care Right. I think, well, I think it comes down to, like, I don't know Glenn as a character, obviously, so I'm just kind of, like, I don't know, uh, play, playing devil's advocate, as uh-huh. one might say. But, okay. like, um, you know, you have to think of, like, Glenn's mentality. Is Glenn pissed off because um, that is his woman? Or is Glenn pissed off because that has mentally hurt Maggie? And sure. possibly physically. Like, like, what is Glenn's intention behind being pissed off? Sure. And I think I think it is the latter. Yeah. I think it is, like... Um, like, Glenn loves Maggie, because, here's the thing, like, if I, if, if I found out that, like, happened to Alina, like, in my head, I'm, I'm first, like, thinking, like, is she okay? Um, and I would want her to be okay, um, and I, I don't, and, like, in my head, I don't think it is, like, a, um, a territorial thing. Right. Um, it might be for some men, but I think for other men, like, it's, it's different. Yeah. For sure. No. But it I just d- depends yeah, on the I man, d- I think. Totally. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's interesting Alina brings it up. Because yeah, I do mm-hmm. think it would be hard. Uh, yeah, like I've said, because of um, like your reproductive organs bleeding you out. And also because um, you not only have zombies, but also lawless men running around doing mm-hmm. who knows what. Yeah, and like, and it, it's ignorant to say that m- that there wouldn't be men that did <sighs> things in the apocalypse. Because men do oh, things yeah. things with laws anyway, you know? Like... Like, right. we, we just went through, like, school, and within right. a year, there were three Title IX cases against three different men in right. our theater department. Right. And that's insane um, yeah. that that happened. But, like, men, right. you know, men do these shitty things, and, like, men are, like, there's higher rates of male serial killers. There's high, higher rates of, like, male um, yeah. rapists. Like, like, of course, there's female serial killers and female rapists, um, right. but, like... 100% of school shooters are male, you know, right. it's, it's insane, like, that, that we, that people turn a blind eye to, like, why, why do men, why do a lot of men do these <sighs> things? Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, That's all I have to say on that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also had the thought of, like, did, um, did, so, do, do you, do people physically torture men because physiologically men like so physiologically men can take like like sharper more instant pain immediately um but women can take more like like sustained pain and like constant pain uh better and so it makes me think like are they are they just trying to like um wear him down and play to that or or not and like and like um i don't know i don't know i thought it was just Hmm. interesting but. Yeah, that's interesting you bring that up because I've never heard that before. I obviously mm-hmm. like believe you, but like, mm-hmm. um, I I think that's interesting. I don't. Oh, lost my thought. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Well, maybe 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 it's also just like these men like they're awful and they're like, okay, we'll beat up the woman. And oh, then I know what we'll I was gonna say. Psychologically torture. We'll we'll beat up the man and we'll psychologically torture the woman. Anyway, go ahead. Um. Well, what I was gonna say is I almost wonder if it comes from a place of like 
fake chivalry um to be like do you know what i mean to be like well we're not bad guys because we're not gonna beat maggie up but we are gonna rape her like yeah like do you know what i mean like they're like we wouldn't we would not hit a woman but you know but like we have to do something do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i almost think it comes from like a false sense of like we're not bad guys Mm -hmm. yeah um i don't know well like and you can kind of see merle and the other guy like not okay with it but then they don't do anything and right. those two guys could have done Classic. something. Those two right. guys could have been like, um, could have like stopped him, but they didn't. Right. You know. Right. Um, Classic men. Am I right, Zach? Am I right? Am I right? Yep. <laughs> I guess so. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just I I'm glad that you were on this episode because I knew you would have good things to say about that. Yeah. Girl um, power. That's girl the title. Power, Don't forget. Um. You could also yeah. name it A Cab Except for Rick. I would also accept that. A Cab Except for Rick. Okay, I'll do. I'll, I usually just title the episodes with the episode of the. Um, with no, the, this one's special. Oh, this one's special. Okay, yeah. I'll make a. I'll make a subtitle then. Okay, of, great. Of, of the episode. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. I just have a few more things I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up. Um. So I thought it was interesting that like like Carl and Rick just deciding on a name, and there was like no yeah. debate because like I I couldn't be me. Like, even if I was in, like, an apocalypse, I'd be, like, thinking about the name already as a dad. Um, I mean, well, you already, already have names planned out anyway. Don't I know it? Yeah. Um, but, like, and... Well, and wasn't it off of Carl's teacher? Yeah, it was off of Carl's teacher. He was like, no, it's a pretty good name. I, it couldn't That's be me. That's so funny. It couldn't be me, you know? Um, I feel like, I feel like it maybe could be me. If I'm in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, I'd be like, like, call it whatever. <laughs> I, keep in mind, I have a cat named White Cat. Like, I don't know if Damn. that's, like, you know, maybe I'd be like, oh, this is, um zombie baby i don't know this is apocalypse baby movie i don't know like because i feel like names are so important to me because like i yeah when whenever i play like a pokemon game and i name my pokemon like i sit there like most of my (laughs) playtime is like sitting and thinking of like the perfect name for it and it's just like a digital yeah i don't know i don't get it were you a neopets or like webkins kid yo i played neopets yeah 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 i loved neopets yeah neopets Um, was good yeah but with like I don't know, with, like, the name, I see what you're saying about names being important, because I think that's true that, like, obviously your name gives you a sense of, like, individuality, Mm -hmm. and, like, um, I don't know, almost, like, a sense of worth, Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, I just don't know if I personally would have, like, the empathy, or I don't even know if that would cross my mind if I was in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. I think I, I think I'd be right there with them and be like, yeah, Judith, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, I just thought that was interesting. It was also, it it was also a cute moment, too. Yeah, um, it was sweet. Uh, I would have just named her Little Ass Cooker. Like, that, that's right. her name. But um, anyway, and then I wanted to talk about when they get into that guy's home, his hut, right? Uh-huh. Freak yeah. him out because he doesn't know what world he's in. Right. And then and then he's about to, like, kill them. Do you think Michonne was justified in, like, killing him and then them, like, feeding him <laughs> to the walkers? It was so brutal. I was like, yeah. damn. Um, you know, it did feel, it felt pretty, like, self-defense i will say like pushing him out to the walkers was a little like okay like that's maybe a lot but it helped Um, them escape i mean yeah and i think that's why they did it i I feel like it overall was like self-defense because i also feel like even though like rick's party is like they're like the good ethical characters of the show Uh i do also appreciate that they're like people like with michonne like with them killing him and then pushing him out it's like yeah, they're good people, but they're good people who are still in a zombie apocalypse and need to, like, survive. Yeah. Yeah, I um, agree so with yeah, that. So, yeah, I don't think it's ethical that they killed a guy, but it was, like, low-key self-defense, and it was yeah. also, like, he's already dead. Sure, feed him to the walkers. It's not like they're going to bury him. Yeah, for sure. He also wasn't, like, completely <laughs> there, which isn't, like, no. me saying that that makes him, like, worthless, because it doesn't. But, like, in the case of a zombie apocalypse, you know, because he wasn't there, that's why he came for them. And well, blah, blah, I'm, blah. I'm impressed that he survived a year. Like, yeah. he's obviously, like, not not mentally, like, able to, to comprehend reason. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then I wanted to talk briefly about Glenn freaking surviving uh-huh. that walker in that room. That was nuts. Okay, he's I so actually, Zach, smart. I um, The him. reason, Zach, that I had to finish the episode right before we um, got on this call um, was because I watched that last night and I was, like, scared. I was like, I have to go to bed. This is, like, 
this Damn. is a lot. Because, Damn. yeah, it was, like, so intense when he literally, because I already, like, I know how Glenn dies. That's, like, actually the only thing I know about The Walking Dead uh-huh. before we're talking to you just now. Um, because that was, like, such an insanely huge deal, like, when yeah. that came out. Yeah. Um, and so I knew he wasn't going to die, but I was like, damn, that is just him in that walker in that little room. Well, like, and he's tied to the chair. Do? He's tied to the right. freaking chair and, like, right. he freaking survives it. No, and insane. Yeah. I, I love Glenn and I love his story. Um, well, that's what why it was such a big deal. Uh, season six. End of season six. Okay. Yeah. That's another spoiler. So sorry. Yeah. Um, but we um, don't find out he dies until, like, the beginning of season seven. Like, okay. Negan, Negan hits someone with the bat and we hear, like, squelching noises and then it cuts. <gasps> um, so we so we had no idea who died. So you died. just had to wait? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. It was awful. Um, but, yeah. Uh... But that's all I have right now. Do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. I honestly, I maybe want to start watching The Walking Dead after Yo. that. I truly had so much fun. Start watching it. It's such a good show. I might. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I watch a lot of, like, sitcoms and, like, comedies. So maybe I should, like, put in this into, like, my rotation. Yeah. Let me let me know what you, if you start watching it, what you think. No, and I also will, yeah. listen to the episodes as you watch them, you know? Yeah. 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 Have you done every episode? Like, are you on... Like, I watched season three, episode seven, so have you done all the episodes up to yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. And you know what? You have nine more seasons to go. I have nine more seasons to go. Let's free. I'll yeah. get this done when I'm 30. Um, yeah, well, and hopefully, then I'll keep going. yeah, have me back on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have me back on for the next Girl Boss episode. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll pick a Girl Boss episode. I'll, I'll pick yeah. when we introduce the freaking um, Oceanside, the all girl. Okay, great. Uh, I'll, be your, um, I'll be your Girl Boss commentator. Dope, dope. Um, so we actually will be back after a short musical interlude with the moral dilemma. So, okay. uh, see y'all in a minute. <laughs> And we are back. All right, Marta, here's your moral dilemma. Okay. So, Marta, Uh would you ever torture someone to save your friends? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Would you ever torture someone to save me? Who am I torturing? Uh, Oh, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, is it a stranger or is it someone I know? What's this? Well, I know you would torture a stranger to to save Ah. me. Uh, I know you would. Um, I don't know. Well, the thing is, Zach, is I maybe wouldn't. I would maybe almost be more comfortable <laughs> torturing. That's what I'm saying, is I would almost be more comfortable torturing someone I know. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, because well, I can, like, A, do a better job, but like, also... Now I feel like I'm going to just scale your friends. Like, I'm going to mention someone, and then I'll find no, out yeah, who's more important. No, yeah, let's do it. Do it. Who's more important to you than, than me. Um, okay, great. Uh, would you torture Ian? Well, yeah, I would torture Ian because Ian would forgive me. <laughs> okay. Do I have to kill Ian? <laughs> um... No, you just have to torture him. Yeah, I torture Ian. He okay. would, yeah, Ian. And then later we'd like joke about it. I'd be like, it was to save Zach. He'd be like, great, thank you. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, let me think. Uh, would you torture Josh? Uh, are you gonna die? I if mean, I don't torture Josh. I, I mean, you don't know that. It's like the situation where I'm kidnapped and you don't know, like. Okay. Um. Um. But you know, I'm with like know. a really bad group. I don't think Josh would, I don't think Josh could bounce back from it, Zach. I think yeah. I would have to trust that you could, that you could really pull yourself Damn. out. Damn, okay. Um, would you torture Ricky? Ricky would torture me. Bro. If I tried to torture facts. Ricky, Ricky would torture me. That's yeah. facts. He would mentally disable you, dude. He'd be like, I'd be like, I, <laughs> I'd be like trying to torture him and he'd be like, you look ugly. And I'd be like, oh, you're right. He'd Start be like, your crying. skin? Yeah, he'd be like, Marta, you look 45. And I'd be like, yeah, I do. Damn. Um, trying to think of your other friends. Would you torture Kylie to get to me? Hello? I don't know. Hold oh. on. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I just really have to think. Hold on. Um, would I torture Kylie? Here's what I would do. I would almost hope that I could torture you to save Kylie um, because, Damn. but I wouldn't have to do it because I think Kylie could get herself out. Damn. I'm going to say no, I wouldn't torture Kylie to save you. Um, but if the tables were turned, I wouldn't torture you to save Kylie because I think Kylie could get out. Do you think I could get out too? 
I think you could sometimes get out depending on the situation. <laughs> what do you mean? But Kylie could get out no matter what? What are you talking yeah. about? What are you <laughs> talking that, about, Marta? No, I think that Josh, like with Josh, I, I would not torture Josh because I, I would have to trust that you could get out. But with Kylie, uh-huh. I, um, yeah, I wouldn't torture Kylie. I would, that's another thing. I would just have to trust you could get out. But like, oh if gosh. it were Ian, I'd be like, sure. I, you know, I would torture Ian. Damn. I, I would torture um, Ian to save Zach. Um, what about Marin or Dallin? Marin or Dallin? Give me one or yeah. the other. Marin. Um, and then Dallin sure. I'd, um, I would torture Marin because I think she'd be okay. And I would also torture Dallin because I feel like um, Dallin and I, okay, this will sound so silly, but Dallin and I watched all of Squid Game together. And so I uh-huh. feel like we're trauma bonded because of that. Um, <laughs> okay. and I think, and I think that if I had to torture him to save you, I think he'd just like, I wouldn't even have to say anything. I think he could see it in my eyes. I think he'd just understand. Yo. Okay. Okay. Dallin would also doubt. Yeah. Damn. Okay, I think he'd cool. get it. And I think, and you know what? I think Dallin would take it. I think he'd take it like a champ. I'd be like, hey, yeah. Dallin. He's I been have tortured to, like, in so many short films too. Like, right. It's, it's yeah. I'd be like, hey, Dallin, I have him. to like hit you hit you with this chair in your head. He'd be like, just do it fast. Anything to Damn. save Zach. Damn, true. Um, but yeah, I don't think I would torture a stranger to save you unless wow. I like knew the stranger was a bad person. Yo, I would torture a stranger to save you. Thank you, Zach. You're a better yeah. friend than I. But I would torture Ian, who is my best friend. So <laughs> that's I think so that weird. That is... That's kind of messed up, Marta, honestly. Like, that's a little... No, I, no, I would expect the same thing. No, Ian gets me. Ian would understand. I just, <laughs> like... I think he would just know that I needed to do it, and I think he'd forgive me. Huh. Okay. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's our episode, baby. Baby. Thanks um, for... Titled, th- ACAB Except Rick or Girl Power, Never Forget. Never Forget. Um, yeah, well, thanks for being on this episode, Marta, after... Marta was supposed to be the one on episode one of season episode three. Episode one. But, uh, I know, I said literally so bad. No, I it's Zach. fine. Um, everyone ghosts me. I, I like, they're like, Hey, I want to be on your podcast. I'm like, dope. I'll keep you in mind. And then once we get, once I get to them and I ask them and they're like, mm, well, you know, I only <laughs> okay, said well, that because I... no, I made it work. I made it work. Yeah. Yeah. You're in LA and we made it work, baby. We made it work, baby. Uh, maybe I'll move to LA. I don't know. Do it. It's expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. All right, say goodbye, Marta. Goodbye. All right. Bye, listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Also, feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feeddon'tyourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow 410 Horsemen on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.